Hey, this is Kiran Nagar from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Lauren McKester with us. Lauren is a lifestyle coach, and along with being an astrologist, she believes that all women are inherently worthy of living their dream lives. It is a mission and mission to all women come to the divinity within themselves and to help them connect deeply to their authenticity, self worth, and their spirituality in order to manifest their true desires. So, Lauren, tell us about yourself first. Tell us about your astrology, and then we'll come to mine. Let's keep it brief and try to understand who we are according to astrology. Oh, fun! Yeah, hi. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Lauren Kester. I'm a life career coach and an astrologer. I'm an Aries Sun, Pisces Moon, Scorpio rising. For all the astrology nerds out there, I've been coaching for about three and a half years, and I've coached all sorts of people. But I found that where I most come alive and where I'm most able to help primarily women, is around building their confidence, helping them to know how valuable they are, how worthy they are of their desires, and to help unblock them in order to allow them to get what they want. Because a lot of us don't have what we want, primarily because we don't think we can have it. And those are just thoughts. And once we work with our thoughts and create a, a more helpful mindset, we can really achieve a lot more. And I'm so grateful to do this work. It is such a blessing to just watch women transform in front of my eyes so i love what i do let's speak about my astrology okay now we are going to move on to the next question but before that tell me something about me uh, i might not know okay so my astrology is leo okay my sign is leo so what are some things that i should know about myself sure is leo your sun sign do you know your moon or your rising no it is 29th of july my birthday okay well, Leos are very naturally charismatic. They can be they can be outgoing. What I love about Leos is that they're courageous. They come from the heart. In their highest form, their highest good, your heart led, courageous, like a lion. Like Leo is a lion, right? They can be stereotypically stereotypically a little bit vain on the low <laughs> side of things. But a Leo has the potential to be really noble and it's a really beautiful sign. It's probably my favorite sign. Uh, I say this all the time. Astrologers love Leos because Leos are able to really show their true power. They're unafraid to shine when they are fully evolved and in their power. Of course, there's a lot of other things that go into it, but that would be my stereotypical Leo explanation. But it's a great sign. You're very lucky. Thank you so much. It was like hearing a lot of compliments. Let's move on to the next question. Tell us about a recent success story, probably, that can that comes to your mind about any of the recent clients that you've worked with. A recent, can you repeat that? One of my clients who sings my praises the most just went through a crazy transformation in the four months that we worked together. She came to me feeling really stuck, feeling really overworked, really, really, really burnt out, kind of bordering on depression, very anxious. And through our months of working together, she was able to get out of her funk, start moving her body. But the big win was that she manifested her dream job totally out of thin air. She loves traveling and she's got such an adventurous spirit. And we made a list of everything she wanted in a job. We worked on embodying the woman that would get that job. And then all of a sudden her company out of nowhere like had a need for her exact dream job. And now she travels the world 70% of the year doing events. 
and she's glowing. And it's like, it's so cool to see. Another client wanted to get a new job and that's why she signed up to work with me. This happened about a month ago. And basically, as soon as she signed the contract, she got a job offer. It was like she just had to choose herself. She just had to step into her power and claim, like, I'm not going to settle for this job that I was in. And once she claimed that, the job just came right into her field. And now we get to work on other stuff because her her job already showed up. So now we're working on her mindset and bringing other good things into her life, which is really exciting. It totally is. And what a wonderful way of getting your career started. Just go ahead and sign the contract with Lauren and land your dream job. <laughs> I can't guarantee that. I can't guarantee that. But it did happen. It was pretty crazy. I think when we choose ourselves, the universe responds. I'm very spiritual and I believe when we make a claim that I am worthy, I am strong, I am deserving, the right things are easier to come into our field. Not all the time. Sometimes we have to get lessons and we have to grow. But I know when I sign up to work with a coach, because I also work with a coach, usually as soon as I sign up, there's some crazy shifts that happen. And it's just because I'm choosing myself. So yeah, but I can't guarantee that. But it does happen a lot. Yeah. So Lauren, that leads me to my next question. Tell us about mindset. There are there. When a lot of negative thoughts come to our mind, right? Uh, it mm-hmm. need not be a negative event, but it is just the recurring flow of thoughts that has uh, happened over the period of years. So how to identify those thoughts and how to change them towards more positive thoughts that can lead to less stress in our day? Yeah, our minds are so powerful. Our minds control our reality <laughs> and they control how we feel and most of our thoughts, I think 90% of our thoughts every day are repeat thoughts. We're not thinking a lot of new thoughts, right? If a lot of our thoughts are repeats, we want what we're repeating to be positive, to be affirming, to be helping us. But we're in a society where there's a lot to be negative about. Life is scary. <laughs> but what the work that I do and changing the mindset it really does start with identifying your thoughts and A lot of people do that through meditation. I'm a really big fan of things like journaling and just other mindfulness activities just to bring the awareness of what am I thinking? What do I believe? And I do a lot of asking my clients further and further and further questions to get to the root of a thought because usually a thought is based in something we experienced in childhood. Like, for example, let's say you don't think that you can, you're talking about work today, so you don't think you can get a certain job. I might inquire, why do you think that? And then we'll go deeper and deeper and deeper and find out, oh, I don't think I can get that job because my dad thought, told me that I was unworthy when I was a kid growing up. So bringing an awareness to our thoughts is huge. And then getting to the root of our core beliefs about ourselves and then choosing to believe something different. So we're not consciously believing a lot of our thoughts. It's all deeply in our unconscious, right? So we have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. Our unconscious mind is really running the show. So our unconscious helps us to breathe, helps us to blink, keeps us alive, but it also stores it stores all of our patterning that we got from a very young age. So a lot of the thoughts that keep us stuck are really, really old and really, really far back, back there in our brains. I don't know where the unconscious mind is in our head. but And so the work that we get to do is to identify those really old thoughts and practice thinking new thoughts. So we form new neural pathways, which are basically like a thought can travel down a neural pathway in your brain. 
And the more times you think a thought, the more deep the road is in your brain, if that makes sense. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and we create new neural pathways by practicing thinking new thoughts over and over again until they become a very common, easy for us to access thought. So thoughts can sh mindset can shift in a, in a moment, but it does take practice. It's a practice because you're always going to be creating new neural pathways. It's something I'm really passionate about, and there's a lot of different tips and tricks and ways to do it, but if you can get your mind on your side, you can do anything. So tell us about one way of doing it, like if there is any effective way of reinforcing our thought, like whether it is writing or whether it is affirmation. So what is... One of my favorite things to do is speak aloud new thoughts to a mirror. So saying our thoughts to ourselves. I think that in coaching, we can get like, oh, I need to have this fancy new way of doing things. We want things to be like bright and shiny, but sometimes the easiest things are the most effective. So a lot of the, I would recommend to anyone who's like working on confidence, for example, to look at themselves in the mirror and speak kindly to themselves. And you would be blown away at how much that can change for you. So something I say to my clients all the time, like if you are trying to be more confident, go into the bathroom or whatever and check yourself out. Be like, oh my gosh, you're so sexy. <laughs> Give yourself compliments. Like, look at your eyes. Wow, gorgeous. And compliment yourself. And it sounds silly and it might feel silly. But if you did that every day for 30 days, at the end of it, you would feel like a supermodel. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> and it's just a practice. You got to keep saying the new, the new thing. Keep thinking the new thought. And even when the old thought comes back, because it will. You can just say, hi, thought. I noticed that you're here. You're allowed, but I'm going to choose something new and then bring in the new thought and try to hold on to it and bring it into your body. Allow the feeling of the new thought to well up inside you almost. So like if the thought is, I'm confident, I'm amazing, let yourself feel confident and like let yourself that feeling come into your body. So a lot of the work I do also is bringing the mind and mind body connection because a lot of our unconscious lives within our body as well. I hope this is not confusing. <laughs> it is not. The way that you explained it to us is very simplifying. So thank you so much for being yeah. with your words. Let's move on to next question. So sure. something about uh, journaling. Okay. So what is, if there is any right journaling or what exactly is your definition of journaling? I would say there's no right or wrong way to journal. I think... My favorite way of journaling is just my personal preference. It comes from a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which she has a journaling practice called Morning Pages. And this is what I do every day. So Morning Pages are you wake up, go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, whatever, and then sit down and journal for three pages. Just free form. Don't censor yourself. Writing anything that comes up in your head for three pages. And the reason that she recommends doing three pages is because the first two pages or so are usually like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm just waking up. I'm hungry. You're kind of working through your working through your grumpiness. And then around page one and a half to two, you start to really get to access some of your deeper thoughts. Because when we wake up, like we're able to access, I think, some more of our depth a little more easily because we haven't been muddled by the events of the day right yet. So on that third page, I usually have a revelation, an aha moment, not every day, but I really recommend it for anyone, If you're, especially if you're going through a hard time, 
If anyone's going through a breakup, do this practice every day for 30 days. Just wake up and journal for three pages and it will help your healing so much. Again, that's just my way of journaling. I think any way that you can get out of your head and onto the page is going to help you in some way, even if it's just writing a couple sentences. Um, there's a ton of amazing journal prompts out there on the internet. I, I prefer to just do stream of consciousness, which is what's off the top of my head. But sometimes I'll ask myself questions and see what comes up. Meditate first before I journal to sort of really get even deeper into my thoughts as well. It's another thing I like to do, but I encourage anyone to journal however they want to. <laughs> this is just my, my, my preferred way. Yeah. And one thing you should know is when there is a breakup, after the breakup, there are going to be a lot of cuss words in the first two sentences. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. That page is going to be a lifesaver for you. So do continue yeah. third page. Lauren, tell us about the best ways of reaching out to you so that we can reach out via website or email or anything that can help us reach. Yeah, so my website is www.laurenkester.com, L-A-U-R-E-N-K-E-S-T-E-R. But I'm most active on Instagram, and my handle is hello. For the month of June, I am doing, I'm giving away 10 free coaching sessions. Four of them have already been taken, but it's a great way to dip your feet into coaching if that's something that's interesting to you. My heart is to really be of service and to help and I do this a few times a year because it really helps me feel like I'm making even more of an impact. And also like the more people who are, have these tools, I think we all benefit, right? Like the more we're all growing, we can help each other. So that's going on as well. And that's all on my Instagram. Of reaching out to Lauren, you can email her, you can reach out through her website and it's Instagram she's most active on. That leads to my final question. Lauren, if there is anything that we should take from this life to our another life as a baby and the first learning we could have, what would that learning be? Oh, wow. I love that question. If I could give you one thing that you would wake up in your next life knowing, it would be to know how worthy you are of the things you want. I think that we are taught that we have to earn our deservingness, that we have to that we're not good enough. We're taught that you're too, you're not smart enough. You're too fat. You're too X, Y, Z. But I really believe that we all have dreams because we're meant to have those dreams and we are worthy of achieving them, achieving them and getting what we want. So you could wake up in your next life with knowing one thing. It would be knowing how worthy, how divine and how important your life is. Wow. So everybody should know that your next life, not just your next life, but this life is also something that you are worthy of and you are worthy of a lot more things. So keep that in mind from yeah. your next life and the following seven lives. With that, <laughs> thank you so much, Lauren, for such a good time. Yeah, thank you. This was really fun. Thanks for having me. I'm your host, Kiran Agrad, signing off. You guys take care. Bye, guys.